0: Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on January 29th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There, you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken, And if you would like to give gifts to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Jan Rood with a gospel reading. The Holy Gospel according to St. John from the 14th chapter, beginning with the 23rd verse. Jesus said, Those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but it is from the Father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you my peace i give to you i do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid you heard me say to you i'm going away and i'm coming to you if you loved me you would rejoice that i am going to the father because the father is greater than i and now i have told you this before it occurs so that when it does occur you may believe the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. When Jesus says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, my mind starts to think about all of the different ways that we define or recognize peace in our lives and in our world. In much of our everyday language, we equate peace with the absence of conflict. In other words, peace is what comes when warfare ceases, or when conflict with another person is over, or when strife within a community comes to an end, or when the source of our worries and fear is eliminated. All of those are good things, of course, but there is so much more in that word to consider, including the more literal meaning of the word in Greek, That St. John uses when he quotes Jesus in our gospel reading today. Writing in Greek, John chooses the word for peace that is erene from the Greek verb ero, which literally means to join or to bind together. And in that sense, peace that Jesus is talking about here is the peace that is joining together or making whole all that is torn apart or separated or divided. As one New Testament scholar said, this kind of peace is always about right relationships with ourselves, with others, and with God. It is about total well-being and wholeness. But what does that peace look like? How is it made manifest in daily life? On this Sunday, when we remember and celebrate what it means to be reconciled or joined together and made whole in Christ, my first images of peace that come to mind are of people in my life who have been set free by God to fully embrace who God created them to be. And this is especially true of people who lived for many years with messages of all kinds, that made it hard or even impossible to fully claim their sexual orientation or gender identity or gender expression. Some of the most beautiful moments in my life have been the joy of being present when those bonds are broken and a child of God says, this is who I am. And that joy continues when I see the peace that just seems to radiate from people as so they live into that truth, into that gift of wholeness. It's hard to describe, but it, it always looks like the coming together of everything that that person is in a way that gives them such grounding and such centeredness. It doesn't mean that it gets any easier to live in a world that is still marked by so much separation and division and exclusion not only around gender identity and gender expression, but around race and class and age and religion and nationality and physical ability and just all of those other essential parts of who we are as God's beloved people. In truth, all of creation is still groaning in travail as we await the full reconciliation and peace that only God can give. In truth, many of the beautiful and essential parts of who people are are things that still put them at risk in a world that is broken apart. And in truth, this brokenness still leads to painful loss for all of us because then we all lack the wholeness that God not only wills for individuals, but for communities and for the human family In St. Paul's description of peace that we heard earlier, every person's unique, God-given gifts are needed in order for the body of Christ to be whole, in order for the body of Christ to fully embrace who God created us to be. And whenever God's reconciling peace binds us together, we immediately experience the goodness and the joy that we have missed In my case, for example, I'm old enough to have grown up in a church that had always excluded women from ordained ministry. And what a profound loss that was for all of us from generation to generation. What we missed over all of those years can never be undone. But what we have gained in the years since those doors have been opened is just immeasurable It is just such immeasurable goodness for the whole church. Just imagine, for example, what our story at St. Mark's would be without all of the women who have served and are serving as pastors here in this congregation and how their ministry has been such an important part of our whole life together. All we can do today is just thank God for the reconciling work of Jesus Christ that made this possible for the wholeness that is brought into our church and into so many others throughout the world and to remain committed to that throughout our whole life together. That same reconciling work of God has also finally opened doors in our denomination to the ordination of LGBTQIA plus people. And I'm so thankful for that gift of peace and wholeness also. The pastor who recognized and saw gifts in my brother Lee, making him a partner in the creation of a new congregation. The pastor who walked with him through suffering and pain, comforting him in his time of death, celebrating his life at a memorial service that brought healing and peace to our whole family, is a gay man who could not have been ordained in the Lutheran Church until only recently. It makes me think of all the LGBTQIA people in our own congregation who have had experiences of exclusion from so many leadership and servant roles in churches throughout their lifetime and now about the immeasurable goodness that they bring to us in our life together here. When I listen to them tell their stories as we have today in worship and as we gathered together last summer especially, I am just humbled by their their perseverance, their grace, and their abiding hope in the promise that God's peace will come and that God's love will prevail. So my heart is full of hope and joy as we remember what it means to be reconciling in Christ and to be on that journey together toward wholeness. May God's peace, the peace of God in Jesus Christ, continue to bind us together and to give every one of us and every person throughout the world the joy of freely and boldly declaring, this is who I am and this is who we are to the glory of God. Amen.